0: And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Mythbits. You made an excellent choice. G'day from SA. This is Tim here with episode 216 of the World of Mythbits. So, this episode, uh, I would like to theme on. Let's see. Um, let's do it this time. On. Ah. A possible theme writing in different genres and how easy or hard it is to switch between them. Uh, And also, I wanted to see if we could cover off on, uh, as well, is writing a short story, comic book, uh, or movie or TV script still considered writing on the same level as a novel? So thank you so much to um, Lupa, our wonderful CEO and chief editor, for those suggested topics. Some very juicy ones, I think. Uh, But before that, I thought we would dive into housekeeping uh so Luke has asked me to push 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 uh cliff's wonderful book is currently out on myth mart uh also talk about the mega march issue of uh the world of myth magazine the february march bumper edition um and also that mr david k montoya is back as co-ceo uh, also, uh, Lupa wanted me to mention due to the size of the magazine, uh, it will be a few days late as, uh, poor Dave is uh, coding like crazy, but it is coming out. So, um, yes, there will be a February, March issue. Uh, also more on housekeeping. Um, the open contract challenge is now open for 2023 for the fifth year. Um it's now live. Talk about rejection insurance. Uh that is available for those that submit an idea. Uh I'm not entirely sure of how rejection insurance works, but I assume it's one of those things where if your story doesn't get selected, um could potentially still be published through dark myth publishing um when you jump on the open contracts challenge website there is an option to go in there uh and actually submit or submit with um with the rejection insurance and uh, i actually jumped in too quick and uh popped my submission in without reading the stuff about the rejection insurance so uh, i actually don't know but it would be well worth if you're interested, if you're keen, um, it would be well worth having a look uh and then rather than just rolling the dice like I did. Um also I was asking about there's a special uh special boxes that um Dark Myth Publishing were thinking about making available on the MythMart website. Uh, I believe they are currently in production, but nothing on that front is available as of yet. Uh and also a special issue of American Smash the Comic Book will be released in Comic Cult for free on Comic Day. And also Book of the Month. Uh don't forget Book of the Month, um and also other things on MythMart too. Um so yeah, ten bucks US uh I think is um book of the month and also the great t-shirts that are available on there as well um yeah lots and lots of cool stuff happening uh also i just wanted to say um the uh author featured author uh author um the most votes for the january edition of uh world of myth magazine was the wonderful, incredibly talented and beautiful uh Dawn de Braille, a uh a great supporter of myself. Uh thank you Dawn for all of your uh your wonderful encouragement um and um yeah an incredibly talented writer so I am not at all surprised that uh that Dawn was a very, very worthy winner for uh for January. And we'll see uh who gets the most votes in the February-March bumper edition? But now, on to our theme. Um, yeah, talking about the... Oh, sorry, uh, before I go too much further. Um, also, uh, I asked uh, Mr. David K. toy as well. When is Free Comic Book Day? Um, and he said that Free Comic Book Day is May the 6th. Uh, and also I asked him about featured, uh, who the featured author, uh, or featured creator was going to be for the February, March edition. Uh, and at this stage, I don't think that has been decided. So, um, I think, uh, I think that is a, um, a, uh, last minute decision from, uh, from both Steph and Dave to, uh, to come up with. So fingers crossed, um, Hopefully, it'll be a, um, a great and very talented creator. I'm sure it will be. We have so many in our dark myth family and world of myth family. Too many to choose from. So now, on to our theme. And I, for one, have found that writing novels, uh, writing a novel, is uh, incredibly different to writing short stories, uh, and I'm sure it would be very different again to writing scripts for um for film and for television. Um. Yeah, I found that writing a novel chapter by chapter was a hard slog, but what I'm finding with um Piotra and the serial that I'm writing for Payotra. The three thousand words at a time, like breaking it down into chunks, you can tell the story bit by bit, and it's it sort of it comes to me in in dribs and drabs, so that's that's the way that um yeah that's the way that i'm I'm able to tell the story is as it's coming to me and flowing through me and um yeah that uh that seems to be working well for me as a writer. Uh and I'm sure that everybody's different. Uh I'm sure that there are um there was my uh my friend the uh the late wonderful uh Stephen Lester Carr. Um, he hated Drabbles. He um he didn't have any time for Drabbles. I'd say, Oh Stephen, I've I've got another another story accepted. It's a one hundred word story and he goes, No don't, don't talk to me about it. Don't tell me about it. I, I won't look at it. I'm, I'm not interested in it whatsoever. Um, but anything flash like 500 words or more, a thousand words, 3000 words, um, that was his little niche type spot. Um, he did, um, tell me a few times, um, while he was with us was, um, that he did, Attempt once to write a novel and vowed never ever again to do so. Um, it's certainly not for everybody. Not everybody enjoys that experience, but, uh, there are like authors that, um, that we get visit the Murray Bridge Library where I work, uh, for, uh, for author events. And, um, they're, they're constantly bringing out like a novel uh every two years every one year um every six months some of them which is uh which is absolutely incredible um i've just heard from uh from a visitor to the library uh about an author called um alistair mccall smith i think it is he's based in where he writes a lot about africa the um the first ladies detective agency. Uh but he's got a real quirky sense of humor. I think he lives in America somewhere now, maybe? Um but um I was told from uh from Adelaide Writers Week the um the people that uh that managed to watch the session with uh Alistair McCall Smith from, uh, from Adelaide Writers Week, um, which we streamed online. They, um, he said that he writes a thousand words an hour consistently over a five hour day. So he will, he will write each and every day five thousand words without fail. And, this is how he produces a couple of books a year, I believe. And he's still going strong. And he's got an incredibly mischievous sense of humor as well to go along with it. And that, I don't know if you're familiar with, uh, with his sort of style of writing and, uh, and some of his works. Um, but the, the quirkiness, that sense of humor, um, I think comes out through his writing as well and it sort of it just naturally comes into his characters um but that's one certainly one way that you would be able to churn out uh quite easily a number of novels each year uh if you were able to and this this is like on a plane in his home uh wherever whenever however he just seems to be able to bang out that 1000 words an hour over a five-hour day. Um, and, uh, yes, the... Um, that would be really handy if you were a um, a short story writer. That would be maybe five, six, seven short stories. You'd be able to produce each day. You'd have maybe 50 short stories in a week that you could send here, there, and everywhere. Uh, I'd... I uh I myself struggle uh to to sit down and actually get maybe one or two stories written up in a week. I think that's why I love dribble so much that you can just sort of the idea pops in your head, you sort of frame the scene, you uh you introduce the characters, you get right into the action um and you have the little little hook, the little uh finisher at the At the end there uh, and it uh when it works, it works really, really well. finding the same thing with uh with short stories sometimes when when it works it works um, and the thousand to three thousand word sort of stories that i I'm writing. I'm really enjoying sort of playing in that sort of area. Um, going back, refoc- refocusing though, um, and looking at different genres, how, how easy it is to sort of switch between genres. And I'm, I'm guessing that again, this is a personal thing, but I'm guessing that for me, um, it, it's, becoming a lot easier the more I'm writing I'm sort of I'm working on a um a modern day story at the moment for uh, for an independent publisher and I've got the opportunity to do three futuristic short short stories and then a few other um themed on Carnival, I think, and then a few other themed on something else. And then I've got the serial pieces that I'm doing for um for Dark Myth publishing. Uh for um for World of Myth, the being the um Pietras Tale, uh Pietras Tale Part twenty three is coming out with the Bumper February March edition of um of War Myth magazine. Uh so thinking ahead to part 24 and then how I'm going to sort of bring it about to uh a decent enough ending. But again as I've mentioned earlier in uh, in other podcasts, the the end of that isn't going to be the end this being a um the sequel to um the 11th tome, my uh, my initial novel. So writing a novel by bit by bit, um, month by month by month, I'm finding is a a great deal easier. And I'm looking forward to actually compiling it all uh, and looking at where I've doubled up on information, where I can sort of cut and slash a bit what flows together and then how I'm able to worm what's happening with the other characters and in other parts of the world how I'm able to, uh, to sort of make that fit in and around what I've already written, um, about what's been happening around Payetra, uh, and everybody that is sort of there is associated with Payetra at that particular time. So looking at that timeline, but going back into, um, that original genre that I, I've really enjoyed writing uh being fantasy, but then also thinking about um what I'm doing with um it's my submission for um the open contracts challenge and looking at the um looking at the um the fantasy slash horror genre uh, trying to uh to sort of tap into the um the arkham horror card game and theming a story around that um sort of a a concept of um of numerous factions trying to bring about the end of the world or the beginning of a new world but incorporating um like a typical Dungeons and Dragons uh one-shot adventure of everybody coming together nobody knowing who each other is Sort of developing the characters, um, bringing the party together and, um, and making that fantasy element sort of work in amongst the terror and the horror. Uh, but then I think as well, the way that it's been published through, um, the world of myth magazine is it's sort of been it's been given a slot in the children's section. So I've got to be careful. Uh I mean children children's can be up to uh say twelve or even fourteen uh at a stretch, but definitely twelve. So you can have stuff in the story that's mature enough for ten to twelve year olds to deal with, which is the fun thing about uh about the children's genre. Um you, you're not restricted to the, the bare basics, the, um, the, the picture book concepts and that sort of thing. But then, uh, sort of jumping to an, another level on that. And that again is, um, the things like, um, the children's book week. Uh, there's picture book of the year. Picture book of the year isn't necessarily for the zero to six-year-olds, picture book of the year could be um, like a, a a concept book for 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds, dealing with some really high-themed topics, um, some real mature level content. Uh, just because it's a picture book doesn't mean it has to be for little kids. Uh, just because it's a children's book doesn't mean that it has to be um understandable by 5 year olds it could be something for 8 year olds or it could be something for 12 year olds or yeah so that's um it's uh it's interesting and that was one of the things that um when Steph took a uh, a review episode for me um when I was first starting out with the podcast with uh with the world of myth bits one of the things that she actually mentioned was um reading through my submission for that particular serial i think i'd set the scene for the story in one of the local taverns and so the fact that there was an element of drinking and and alcohol was involved and that sort of thing um steph did make a, a mention of that and say look the for younger younger kids Maybe not so, but it was still, um, popped into that children's section of, um, that, uh, that edition of the World of Myth magazine, which, um, I'm totally comfortable with. And it's, yeah, it's helped me to sort of hone, uh, the type of language that I've used, um, the, uh, the complexities of um yeah it's really really helped me to sort of focus my my market for that story as i've been developing it as i've been telling it and um the fun thing the joy is yeah the each time that i'm delving back into that realm i'm finding a different character to focus on or i'm finding a different arc of the storyline to develop um yeah it's been fun it's been a a lot of fun and uh and my fingers are crossed that uh that hopefully i have the opportunity to uh to eventually tie it up finish it off uh and then publish it as a um as a book uh would be really really cool um maybe that's where uh the um submission um insurance would maybe have been a good idea. But never mind. It it is what it is. Fingers are crossed and uh and we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But yes, jumping from genre, genre to genre to genre. Um I um I've got in my mind, uh yeah, it was really sweet the other day. My uh my wife had a day off where it was actually a day off. She didn't get called in by her work. Um she didn't have 101 things to do regarding our kids. Um, she actually asked me, look, not sure what's happening today. Can you stay at work? Um, can you like have your lunch, lunch break, like somewhere that's not home? Just in case, like I am off to work or just so that if I am home, then I have that opportunity just to have a day to myself. That I can, I don't have to focus on, on anybody else, not wondering when husband's coming home for lunch or what kid I have to pick up or is there, um, bills to pay or shopping to do or, or that sort of thing. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was sweet. Um, I put up a Facebook post to say a story got published, um, on an online platform and uh my wife took the opportunity to actually sit down and read it and that's very very rare very very rare for us to be able to stop uh and um and have the uh the chance to uh to read anything at all um i mean um I'm trying to make time especially for people that are uh are kind enough to uh to send me books or to tell me when they've got um free editions, free copies of their uh, their books are available to, to download and have a read. Um so thank you thank you to um to people like uh PC Darkcliff um to um Ava uh as well thank you for sharing some of your stuff. Um Destiny sent me some stories to review as well. Um yeah there's 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 a number of uh of wonderful people that uh that have um I've got a lot of catching up reading to do just so that I can uh, I can send through reviews and that sort of thing and this is amazing stuff amazing stories that these people are writing and people are sharing some of it's personal like just a reflection on um their life and just their skill as a storyteller, being able to make it an engaging tale that uh that makes you want to flip pages or move down to the next section of the screen or that sort of thing. Um so very, very, very impressed and very, very, very grateful. Um but the um yeah the the whole idea of moving from genre to genre to genre yeah this this reminds me of one of the things that i want to really want to do is my wife read the story and she said where's the rest she's uh she's not a fan of short stories she wants to know the whole story what happened before what happens after how it ends is it a happy ever after is it a um Moving on and, and growing, is it a, a dealing with tragedy? Um, that sort of thing. Uh, and so, um, while I'm, I'm working through writing these short stories and these novellas, uh, and writing the, the novel, um, my fantasy novel, uh, it's always in the back of my mind that it's something that I want to create is, um, Maybe I will, uh, be able to go the, the general fiction slash bit of romance. Maybe, uh, the sort of stuff that my, my wife likes, um, gritty and real, but, um, she likes that, uh, that happily ever after, uh, or that story that does resolve itself. And, um, yeah, for, uh, for all the readers that are out there. It's great that we do have fans of short stories, and it's great that we do have people that love to just pick up a book, uh, an anthology that has 101 different travels in it, and they're able to sort of flick through and uh, and devour one or two or maybe ten, depending on what sort of time that they've got available to them. Um, yeah, it's uh, and then there are the ones that love the novel, uh they love the short chapters like um the um James Patterson type stuff or um yeah, there are are a few uh, a few writers that will um will be able to uh to come up with the, the hundred word, two hundred word chapter that you can sort of polish off in a, a five minute, ten minute sitting and then flick to the next one and then flick to the next one. Um or, uh, might be, uh, a chapter as a paragraph. Um, I've never, never really thought of that as a potential concept before stumbling across it in, um, some James Patterson stories where, yeah, quite literally it's like a couple of sentences, uh, and the chapter's done. But within those couple of sentences, he's captured the moment or he's captured that part of the story. Uh, and it's moved us along um at such such an epic pace but in in such a huge way that yeah you do want like it's chapter 37 and you want to get to chapter 38 and 39 and 40 um i mean at the moment i'm reading with my daughters um uh, it's a um a what if type story Um, based on Disney, it's one of, one of those. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Um, what if, um, Wendy never went to Neverland? Or, uh, in this case, it's the, uh, my favorite Disney film being Aladdin, the, um, the original cartoon version of Aladdin. Uh, no offense to Will Smith, but, um, I think just the, the cartoon was so much more fun, uh, and such a, uh, a better film. But that's again, it's my opinion. Um, but what I'm, what I'm finding is that these chapters are very, very long. Like they might be six, seven, eight, sometimes 10 pages long where you're trying to engage two teenage girls. Sometimes it works but sometimes you find that they are very distracted and very disengaged and uh and that sort of thing. And it's a, a uh a real challenge. That's um sometimes that's where the whole concept of the short story works better. Um that's what I'm uh that's what I'm finding when I'm writing stories myself and then I'm going to the girls. Who wants to hear a story? Who wants to help me to sort of guide the direction and guide the way that this story is going to go? Um uh, and generally they're keen. Generally they're uh they love helping dad out with uh with telling stories. They're um whether it's a uh a futuristic like a sci fi type story, or it's a uh a fantasy one or a general fiction one or um Yeah, the 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 genre doesn't tend to matter. Um they just love becoming engaged in the lives of my characters and that sort of thing. And it was a real thrill for me to uh, to hear, even though the feedback from my wife was, where's the rest of the story? It was a real thrill for me that she read the story and was so engaged that she wanted to know more. She uh, She couldn't believe that it stopped where it stopped she was uh she was like so is that like a snippet of it is there more can i go online somewhere and and find more or is it coming out later as a book or that sort of thing so i i might have to dig around with that one um find out which one it was that she read and uh and see if there's the opportunity to develop it further i guess what i'm trying to say is my experience over the last five or so years with writing and playing around with, uh, with different lengths of stories and, uh, and different genres that, um, there's really no genre that I'm afraid of, no genre that I'm not willing to, uh, to give a go. Um, but I understand that there are some people that happily sit within a particular genre, a genre that they feel very comfortable with and a genre that they've found great success with. And um, I tip my hat to them for um, for knowing that, understanding that, for being able to uh, to consistently do that. I think I'm enjoying the challenge uh and it is a challenge it definitely is a challenge and i'm not all not i'm far from always getting it right um there there has been many many an occasion where i've sent something off to um to a potential publisher and received back feedback saying uh, what a great story uh thank you for sending it Thank you for allowing us to uh, to read it, but it's not what we're looking for. It doesn't fit our theme, or um it's um it's not quite right for uh for our particular time. Um finding that happens uh, more often than not, unfortunately. Uh I'm I still feel very fresh I still feel very new to the um the whole concept of uh of writing uh and, and self-marketing and hitting that pitch and making that work I think is still I'm still very much the infant very much in my nappies uh regarding um, that sort of stuff i uh i've been lucky enough that i've been able to find some markets that are regularly saying yes, but there are others that i 'm sort of trying to stretch myself and trying to um to find more opportunities um and in those cases i uh i'm unfortunately getting um regular nos uh and I must say that, um, again, coming back to Stephen Lester Carr, that, uh, that was one of the things that he highlighted for me. Um, he was saying, you're a good writer, you're not always producing your best stuff, but also there's some of the things that I've, I'd gone off and I'd sent off and I'd come back with rejection and I'd go to Stephen. I can't understand why they, didn't accept it uh and he would highlight it straight away he would be um so they are a political site you sent them a fantasy story you completely missed the genre regardless of how good a story is if they're looking for a particular thing and they've specified that they're looking for a particular thing and you send them something completely different, trying to tell them that it's that thing that they're looking for. They know what they want. And if they tell you it's not that, rather than sort of beating your head against the wall and going, why didn't that work? Go back, try another angle, try another story. Um, but don't try the same thing. So don't, don't go ahead and go. Okay. I've sent them something with a, uh, with a unicorn in it, but something that I've painted to be as political as I can be. Um, go back and rethink what you think political is. Um, go take a few minutes, examine what you've done, work out why it wasn't a good fit for them. But then at the same time, search for a place where it could fit because there are that many options available, that many independent publishers, be they, um, book publishers, uh, like physical books, audio books, um, e-online publications. There's, there's so many avenues available now and I'm still finding more and more and more, um, and occasionally I'll have a story that will fit perfectly, that that missed the mark with three or four submissions or three or four different places, and then suddenly I'll find the right place and I'll find the right home. And that is an absolute pure joy to be able to learn that what you've put your heart and soul into what has come out of your mind, what you've brought to life, um, but sits dormant, uh, waiting to be revealed, uh, unleashed upon the unsuspecting world, um, when you do finally find that place, those like-minded people that go, yes, yes, we love that story of a 100 words or 3,000 words or uh, your, uh, your manuscript for your novel that, uh, that you've produced over the years. Or if you're, um, somebody like, uh, McCall Smith, uh, your 5,000 words a, uh, a week that you're, uh, you're producing without fail. Um, we love it. We love it. We want to publish it. We want to share it. Um, that is the greatest feeling, the greatest joy. Um, but even the, like the people that have sort of read your stories that you've published online and come back with, that was incredible, that was amazing, that really touched me, or that made me laugh, um, or that terrified the hell out of me, um, that, uh, that can also bring, uh, bring a writer joy, um. So I guess that brings us in a roundabout way back to the magazine and the February-March bumper edition. Make sure that you jump on, make sure that you check it out, make sure that you read as many stories as you can, make sure that you check out the poetry, ch- the poetry section, make sure that you have a look at the art gallery and what's in the art gallery. And I think I've got something in the art gallery this time around as well. I, uh, fingers crossed with, uh, with any luck. Um, yeah, the, um, there's, there's lots. There's lots and lots and lots. Something for everyone. I guarantee it. Because each and every month, uh, when the magazine comes out, there literally is something there for everyone. Um, uh, be you a fantasy fan? Uh, do you love science fiction? Do you love mystery? Do you love terror? Do you love, uh, just general fiction? I mean, the, uh, children's fiction, something for teens. Um, there's, yeah, there literally is something for everyone. Uh, and also make sure that you check out the review section too. Make sure that you have a look at, um, the amazing stuff that Michael's doing. Uh, Michael Arnold, I reckon it is. Um, also the other reviewers. Hopefully there's a comic book review in there again. Um, I get excited when the magazine comes out. I do because there's more new stories, more new poems, more, um, it's, it's a brand new world and there's plenty there to sink your teeth into. So make sure that you check it out. And also, for those of you who are enjoying writing short stories, try a Drabble. See if you can come up with a 50-word story or a 100-word story or um, see... um. See if you can manage to extend your 3000 word story to 6000 words or see if, um, a story idea has the legs to, uh, to be merely a scene for a novel or, um, have you got the, the visual capacity to, uh, to think through a script, writing a script, because it's a very different, similar to a play, it's very different the way that you need to describe the scenes, the way that you need to hone the dialogue so that the characters interact and develop as the the show goes on. it's yeah it's it's all writing poetry short stories novellas novels comic books um television scripts movie scripts um scenes for plays um It's, yeah, it's, it's all expression. It's all writing. It's all, um, I don't distinguish between any of it. I think the, what's called for, what's asked for, um, I will come up with, I will send, um, but also whatever feels right at the time. I'm starting to, to write on occasion stories which rhyme. They're not poems, they're not, not in verse, but it just happens to be that as the, as the story flows out, the words in the sentences link together through rhyme and rhythm and, uh, and that sort of thing. And for me, that's exciting. That's a, a whole nother avenue. That's a whole nother way to challenge myself as a writer, um, to, uh, to sort of write that, write that style, write that sort of stuff. But then also to, um, to be able to, um, then find a home for it. I think is a major challenge as well because it's not stock standard, it's not traditional. Um, it's not the way things used to be, but it's the way that things can be now. It's, um, yeah, it's exciting times, exciting opportunities for writers. Uh, we just have to go out, we have to embrace it, we have to write. Um, but when we do, when we share, we also need that support, we also need that family Uh, and family family is wonderful, but that writer family as well. The people that understand, the people that know, the people that encourage you to share and to try more and to do more. Um, we need to support that as well. So please do. Please jump online. Please check out Myth Mart. Please check out Cliff's book. Uh, please check out the book of the month um please support independent publishers as best as you possibly can uh, and support independent writers as well it's vital